Three from Leith, number 298. All sitting comfortably, then out again. Pick a pick a better beer, so don't stand about Who needs entertainment when you're 20-something 
Hello, welcome to Three From Leith, number 298. The start of, well, I was going to say start of the year, but it's not, is it? It's, it's May. It's been a very strange year so far. The world is in a very strange place. I'm in a very strange place. I'm still in the same place, if you get my meaning. But uh, I've now been working from home since the 25th, 27th of January which is much longer than the country's been in lockdown. But there's another story behind that, which I will get to in just a minute. Once I tell you who you heard at the start of the show with the first two tracks. They were at Boomerang by TV Coma, who are a millennial rock band uh, who are under Wiretap Records, and they're from St Albans in Hertfordshire. And they were followed by Tim and Lee Freeze Green, and their project is called Short Haired Domestic. And that song that you heard was one of their uh, double E side songs, which uh, is called A Song in Latin. B side is A Song in Hindi. Didn't play that, but A Song in Latin. And just in case you wondered why you weren't able to make out the words, of course, that's unless you're a, a Latin scholar. Uh, Tim Freeze Green, the name might be familiar. Tim was uh, the producer and an unofficial member of Talk Talk back in the day, uh, a band who are a favourite of mine. And that is the, the lead track from an album which they are putting together and they hope to have out in the summer. Each track of that album is going to have vocals sung in a different language. So track you heard, a song in Latin, um, that will be released on the 5th of June. Uh, it'll be available digitally of course because you probably won't be able to go anywhere and buy it. Uh, it's now available for pre-order via Bandcamp and uh, there'll be links to both bands on the Three From Leith show notes at www.threefromleith.com Now, that's that's assuming I can remember how to write show notes and how to get the show uploaded by the time I finish it because it's been over a year again. I fully intended to get started again last year, did a show and then the year disappeared family stuff again, mum and Alzheimer's, various other things and I never really got time to sit down and put a show together. Then I thought I'd start one at the start of this year. And then I fell and broke my collarbone on the 25th of January at the end of a three mile run I was doing on a Saturday morning. So I was basically out of action, I was finally cleared to be allowed to get on the bus to go back to work. On the 13th of March, I went to, for an outpatient appointment on the 13th. So I duly went back to work on the 16th of March. I was told to take it easy because it was healing. It wasn't healed at that point. And uh, I had to take the next day as a working from home day because I had a delivery coming. And during that day, we were told it was going to be work from home permanently until further notice. So I had one day back in the office since the 25th of January. So, for everybody saying, oh, it's been a long seven, eight weeks in lockdown. It's been a long time in lockdown and unable to go out and dealing with part of it with the only one working arm <laughs> since the end of January, I'll tell you. I am almost sick and tired of the sight of these four walls. But then, uh, what can you do? You've got to do your best to keep the coronavirus at bay now. And uh, it's actually quite nice working from home because the, the commute is very short. It's between getting out of bed and through the living room, so it's a very short few steps commute, which is lovely because you're not blowing an hour in the morning. 
if you're taking the bus that is and an hour or more at night coming home in the bus. Or should I say like 30 minutes on the bike if it was cycling. Of course after I broke my collarbone um, I wasn't allowed to cycle or run. Uh, even when I got the go ahead to go back to work I was still forbidden and told I couldn't do anything until he'd seen me on the 8th of May was when my supposed final outpatient appointment I was going to get another x-ray wouldn't look at it and tell me if everything was okay and I could start going back outside getting on the bike and running and of course a few days before the 8th of May the appointment was cancelled so I had to declare myself fit and healthy and I did go out on the bike last Friday because I took a long weekend Friday and Monday off and I went out on Friday on my bike for the first time since dips of winter in January I think it was and it was lovely what a feeling of freedom just to be able to get out and go somewhere that's further than you can normally just walk in an hour it was brilliant and that feeling that you lose when you're cycling it just feels like you're flying it was brilliant and just to get fresh air so yeah um the collarbone is well i'm hoping it's healed it's, it did ache a lot when i was on the bike but uh, i can't see the bones moving under the skin in separate directions anymore and uh, i've been left with a shoulder that's probably an inch or two shorter than it was before and half an inch to an inch higher up than it was but there you go what can you do that'll teach me to watch where i'm putting my feet when i go out for a run i've just actually received some new running shoes this morning uh, that was a, a treat to myself because the old ones are probably eight years old and the, the insides I think the, the cushioning and things get a bit I think it's disintegrating because they're, they're old and the, these materials do disintegrate after a while so I bought some new ones they arrived today so maybe if I wake up early tomorrow morning I'll go out for a quiet run before uh, before there's too many people on the pavements we shall see what else has been happening? Um, I was just intending to keep the show short, just one to get out to say I was back to practice using all the equipment again. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for the first time in, well, first time in her life, Yasna finally decided that she would like to go on holiday with me this summer to Slovenia to see the place that she was named after. The last time she was there, she was one year old, I think. And every year I ask her when I'm going saying, would you like to come on holiday with me? She always says no. And this year, at the end of last year actually, she said, do you know what? I think I would like to come on holiday with you when you go this year in 2020. So I said, brilliant. So I booked her holiday. And of course, coronavirus hit. And we were still kind of hopeful because I was speaking to my friend over in Slovenia. We did a video call and, uh, when I think they had just been in lockdown for a week early in March they were locked down long before we were because they basically border onto Italy and uh, we were kind of talking and you know thinking well July is a long time away we'll be fine by July you know we'll be in lockdown we'll be out and everything will be back to normal or as normal as it can be but we'll be allowed to travel by mid-July it'll be fine and start of this week I got an email saying that uh, TUI have cancelled all the Lakes and Mounts holidays for this year so we won't be going on holiday, so I'm absolutely gutted. That's the one thing that keeps me sane all year, is looking forward to this holiday and going on holiday and just getting away from it all and switching off. And it was going to be even more special this year, having a dad and daughter holiday. But I'll get the money back and I think you can get a credit refund 
and they will give you 20% on top of that so you can book next year's holiday and get a discount. So I think I probably just as well do that. If it doesn't happen next year, I'll get the money back again. So hopefully Yasna will still be able to come with me by then. Uh, hopefully she won't change their mind. But then again, she's a poor student, so I think the thought of a free holiday at the end of probably almost two years of weirdness and not being at university for a while will will force her to come on holiday with me. Because she's um, she's been off university since March. Basically they, they shut down for the coronavirus and they were supposed to be doing online learning and having lectures streamed. But in the end, it, I don't think they could get the technology working quickly enough. And they then announced university that was it for the rest of the year. They wouldn't, well, the rest of the year, the rest of the semester. They'll hopefully be going back in September, but if things are okay. But she didn't have any exams. They cancelled all the exams. So in a way, she was quite happy. Didn't have to sit any exams. She did have a few essays that were part of her final marks for the year, which she handed in just before the place was closed down and she has had the marks back so um, she's now getting into honours next year and when she starts her third year she'll be on the honours course god my tongue's getting tired already so that's good um, I took nothing else mum Alzheimer's is just progressing and getting progressively worse she's now fairly much a zombie she doesn't see an awful lot um, she sleeps a lot of the time uh, she has trouble walking uh, what more can you see? That's the way it goes. But at least it's long past the angry phase. So poor dad doesn't get battered anymore. And because she sleeps a lot now, she just doesn't wake up till about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. So dad's finally worked out that when he gets up at 6 o'clock, he can go out for half an hour for a quick walk and go up to the, the shops and, and get some food in. So uh, he's much happier now. So he, he gets out because he wouldn't, he quite fancy getting mum out, but of course they have uh, quite a few narrow curving stairs to get down to get to their front door from uh, from their house. And they just can't manage it with mum anymore. So basically stuck. But they've been well looked after in the street. Uh, all the neighbours are looking out for each other. They get regular deliveries of uh, baked goods from the kids from the uh, neighbours across the road, which is quite good for them. And I think there's free deliveries of steak pies are being handed out to the, to the old folks and his dad says, I'm not an old folk. <laughs> and he keeps trying to give them 20 pounds for the steak pies, saying, you know, I don't need these. I'm not poor. And he said, no, we're giving them to everybody. It's, it's a sort of charity thing and you're all getting them. Anybody over a certain age that lives in Dalky will get one. So they're being well looked after and well fed, which is probably about the same as me, really. Um, well, I had my broken collarbone and was unable to use one arm for for two months. Uh, I didn't eat an awful lot. I kind of lost my appetite. I think it was because it was so difficult trying to do anything with just one hand. And you couldn't hold your toast down when you were buttering it. You couldn't hold things to cut them. Um, so everything was really awkward. Getting dressed was awkward. Lying in bed was awkward because I had to sleep sitting up for two months on a wedge pillow with a, a sling on. It was just all very weird, you know, trying to pull your trousers up, put your socks on. It's just, you don't realise how awkward it is when you only have one hand. I feel sorry for anybody who's lost an arm or is unable to use an arm through arthritis or, or whatever, or a hand. It's just really, really awkward. Anyway, 
I think I'm starting to waffle on a bit, so maybe I should just wrap this one up because hopefully now there's uh, there's not an awful lot else to do um, at <laughs> the weekends anymore because you can't go out, although I still seem to be watching the days vanish in a flash without anything actually getting done. Maybe I'll get some more shows recorded. Um, I did sit down and download an awful lot of music that had been sent to me. I did that last weekend when it was quite nice. I sat out in the balcony in the sun with the iPad and just downloaded everything. So there's a lot of music that I'll need to get through. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I said this the last time I was going to do lots of shows that didn't happen. Fingers crossed this time it will. So I'm going to play out now with the last song uh, and it's yeah, it's kind of a a little message about coronavirus and the way we're living just now and how we need to look to the future and realise that at some stage this will pass and uh, we'll be allowed out again and this song is called The Sun Is Still Shining originally recorded by the Moody Blues it's been covered by a band I've played in the podcast before Mordecai Smith and uh, usually you would get this from their Bandcamp page for free but for now they're asking you to cough up a pound download the song because they're donating every penny to the build the building the sorry i can't speak the bulldog rescue center and uh, what's more band camp and an unparalleled act of generosity is foregoing its usual commission so the bulldog rescue center that they're supporting get to keep a wee bit more of your money so there'll be a link to their uh, to the page so that you can download that if you like but until then, enjoy the song. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to say stay subscribed, even though there's been no shows. Hopefully be a few more. Uh, I know there's now so many podcasts out there because it's now the in thing. And anybody who was podcasting before, I think about 2008, has been, well, are currently being written out of history by the, the new breed of podcasters. But uh, yeah, maybe you're still listening. If you are, drop me a note. Uh, give me a kick up the backside and tell me to get recording more I know, I know I've been paying for all the hosting and for all the equipment and just not making any use of it which is terrible what a waste of money so hopefully there'll be more so until then I shall hopefully see you again very soon thanks for listening thanks for staying subscribed and uh, do check out all the bands on the 3 from Leith website www.3fromleith.com and until the next time cheerio
Wow, like that. Goodbye.